Did you hear that? Was it the horror comedy podcast with Jake and Haley? Oh my god, it was. This podcast is for inhalation use only. And that means it's not for kids. It's Wednesday, it's Haley, and it's another mini-episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast, where I, Haley, get high and try to scare you, the listener, the almighty listener. Hi. Um, so, this week, I did the same shit I always do. I got real high, and I'm drinking a chilada, and now I'm going to tell you the scary stories that I found for you. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. If you have a scary story, send it to us at thehorrorcomedypodcast at gmail.com or DM it to us at THC Podcast on Instagram. If you have an episode idea, feel free to send it our way and make sure to tune in on Sunday for a full-length episode. Anyway, let's get right into it. This is from the Paranormal Board of 4chan. It's from an anonymous user who says, For some background, I work in a patrol station located on the highway. It's mostly night shifts, 3 p.m. to midnight, so... I'm used to the weird, the creepy, and the downright paranormal, but this? It was a normal shift. People coming and going. It's about seven, things are dark, and the store's slowing down a bit. Behind the console area, I look to my left and I lock eyes with a woman. She's frail, thin, and elderly, with wrinkled skin and giant fly-eyed sunglasses on that cover half her face. I immediately get the jitters from her. She walked slowly to the door. I had to manually make it open to let her in, as the auto doors didn't pick her up. She makes her way to the console. She stares at me. Can't tell, because she's still wearing those creepy sunglasses. Can you come outside and take a look at my car? I think something's wrong. The voice is in soft volume, but deep and resonating, like I felt it more than I heard it. I declined and I explained company policy that I can't leave when I'm the only staff on site. She says, okay then, and she walks off to the toilet. Now here is where the alarm bells start going off. I'm serving other customers, just a few stragglers here and there. She comes out of the bathroom after five minutes. She walks over to me again. There's no toilet paper. Could you get me some? Alarm bells. Something in my head says not to go out there. I get some staff toilet paper from behind the console. Here you go, ma'am. Her demeanor is sour. Or as far as I can tell with those fucking sunnies. Okay. And she walks back to the toilet. About another five minutes later, she walks back out and she wanders around the shop. I watch her and notice she flicks her head in my direction every now and then like, Almost like she's scanning me. She walks to the coffee machine and then calls out to me. Her voice is louder this time, but it feels more like a knife. It's shrill and freezing. There's no milk in here. Can you replace it? I'd like a coffee. I know I should do it, but fuck. Every something is fucking up alarm in my body and brain is screaming not to. I say, I'm sorry, I can't leave the console at this hour of the night. She's starting to get really annoyed, saying how shitty my customer service is. She threatens to contact my manager if I don't come out and change the milk. 
I decline and apologize. I even give her my manager's number. She tries three more times to get me out over the next 20 minutes. She finally gives off and walks off, glaring at me through the windows as she rounds the shop out of sight. The rest of the shift goes by without a hitch. No creepy things, surprisingly mellow and normal shift, but I still have a sense of dread in my stomach. I swap over and leave at 12.30am, walking to my car about 50 meters in the parking lot. As I get closer, the fucking glasses, scarf, and gloves that she was wearing are folded neatly, the glasses resting on top, in a pile on the ground by my driver's side door. I look around. My sense of dread is intensifying. Quick as a flash, I unlock my car, jump in, and lock it again. No time to relax at all. I start my car, and I gun it out of there. I have never been so afraid in my life. The sense of dread never left. I got home and needed a few drinks before I could loosen up enough to even consider going to sleep. Well done, Anon. Um, I would actually not sleep after that. Probably quit my job. Old people are already scary enough when they are not phonies. <laughs> Next up, we have another anonymous user from the same board. I'm doing a summer camping challenge. I got to chill in the woods with vodka and a harmonica or guitar for like 48 hours within 50 feet of a broken down building. I go out into the woods. I bring my guns with me. I spend the first half of the day exploring. I find a nice abandoned concrete structure of sorts. I set up camp nearby it and make a fire. I got some small game on the way with my sling and I start skinning it and preparing it and it's damn tasty. I hear some wrestling and it sure as hell isn't my jimmies because this rabbit is damn good. Put my hand on my rifle and I scan the forest in front of me and behind me too. A solid five minutes pass. I put my guard down and go back to jamming on harmonica. The next day, I wake up to screaming. My eyes fly open. I grab my gun and all of a sudden, I hear silence. Absolute fucking silence. The storm clouds are gathering and eventually it starts to rain. I decide to head in the direction I heard the scream. I spend at least an hour searching. I got lost as fuck. Eventually, I find my way back to camp, very tired. It's raining like crazy. I see a guy just standing over my fire, looking at the smoldering ashes. I feel shaken. Hey, hey man. His head fucking snaps up to look at me. I raise my gun and I fucking freak out, but he doesn't even flinch. In fact, he looks really curious. Are you lost? He doesn't respond. He just smiles. Do you need help? His clothes look a bit tattered, but there was no wounds on him or anything. It was really strange. He looks like he got run over by a fucking truck, but without the truck part. You're kind of worrying me, bro. Are you okay? He finally speaks. I wouldn't worry about it. Fuck. No. I could go for another meal right now, though. Another. 
I didn't leave any food by the fireplace. I fucking nope the fuck out of there. I don't even try to be subtle. I just turn and run. I can hear him running after me, so I turn and I just start shooting blindly. I hear a scream and it sounds exactly like the scream I heard before. Same exact pitch, same exact tone, everything. I finally reach a road. I tumble down a hill onto the road and run across and turn around with the gun by my side. I see a figure by some trees up there. Heavy fucking breathing. Lights of a car coming. It looks at the lights of the oncoming car and then runs away back into the woods. Fuck this goddamn shitty ass state. God fucking damn it. Well, thanks for sharing your story, Anon. That sounds like the worst experience of my life. Again, I advocate you to stay at home. Not just because there's a global pandemic, but because there's ghosts. Here we have another fucking story from the fucking... You already know. You already know where I got it from. You already know where. Because you didn't send me your story. Okay, no, that's negative. And you already know who posted it. It was an anonymous user. Come on. Come on. Come on. Be me. I'm at work. I get an email. It's from one of my high school friends. I know because we used to work on a project together, and I used to send emails to her with all the materials for it, like PowerPoints and Word docs and stuff. But this email is just empty. It has no subject and no words in it. I think nothing of it, and I delete it. It's probably a glitch. Some months pass. I hang out with friends from high school, and I bring up that one girl. Anon, she died, like, two years ago. I'm thinking that they're just trying to spook me. Later, I look up her Facebook, and sure enough, all the posts on her wall are RIP posts from her friends. I really hope her email got hacked or something and it was just a spam message. Uh, yeah, that's very scary and I don't know why she would reach out to you. That kind of makes it even worse. In a scary green text stories thread on the same board, Anonymous posted, I'm reminiscing about my childhood in northern Missouri. I lived in a very old two-story house with a basement. Strange foreplan empty storage spaces, tiny old rooms that were no longer used. There was an old fireplace with a small wood door leading out to an underground firewood room with a dirt floor that was no longer used. The house used to pop and creak all the fucking always. Old houses just do that. My room was directly above the long, narrow stairwell to the basement. Nobody ever went in the basement after my cousin crashed into the wall and it flooded and got all mildewy. Fond memories. I used to hear footsteps walking up and down the stairs when everyone else was sleeping. I began thinking about it in my bedroom. I remember a face in the vent in the ceiling in the corner of my room. An old man's face would just show up at night, every night once the lights were out. He never spoke. He just watched. He turned his head to follow me around the room, including when I would run to my parents' room. I hid under the blankets for protection every night. 
but I wasn't fooling anyone. I start talking to him every night, skirting topics I thought might anger him so that he wouldn't hurt me. He never spoke, he just watched over me. I remember the reoccurring nightmare of the trash bag man. I would hear steps from the basement, a hunched over figure would appear covered in black plastic trash bags, crinkling as it slowly approached. No matter where I hid in the house, it would find me and I'd wake up. I used to sleepwalk all the fucking time. I was sick all the time. I would see shit everywhere. I suddenly moved to a new house and my childhood became normal. Recently, I bring these memories up while speaking with my mother. She looks at me very seriously. She tells me that she always hated that house, but she wouldn't go into detail. The house was built in early 1990s near a Suedo Science teaching hospital. My cousin works construction, recently digging up roads. Guess what they found in trash bags? And here are two short ones just to finish up. The 11-year-old me, playing some video games in my room. Smugglers run. It was the shit. The screen goes black for a loading screen. I see a woman standing behind me in the reflection. I try not to notice. I start the first mission I remember losing. Oh shit. Another loading screen. The woman is standing closer. My testicles drop. I turn to face her. And she is gone. Okay. Here's the last one. I'm driving home from my girlfriend's house at 3 a.m. I'm driving towards the on-ramp for a bridge that I take all the time. As I approach it, I notice a very tall, extremely dark figure standing with its back facing the road. It looks like a humanoid-shaped hooded figure with its hands in its pocket and its head looking down. It looks to be about eight or nine feet tall. This fucking thing was the blackest shade of black that I have ever seen in my existence. It was otherworldly. It was blacker than the night surrounding it. As I drive closer, it has no reaction to my presence. I consider honking my horn at it, but the closer I get, the more overwhelmed by fear I become. I decided not to acknowledge it. It was probably a good decision because I never saw it again. What the fuck did I see, you guys? Someone help me. And that's all I have for this week's mini episode. If you guys liked this shit, please let me know if there's a story you want me to cover. If you have a scary story, if your sleep paralysis demon was Velma Dinkley from Scooby-Doo, uh, please send us an email at thehorrorcomedypodcast.gmail.com and let us know. Otherwise, don't forget to drink water and we'll see you on Sunday. Goodbye.